If you didn't see on last week, they've got I've got these uh, the bearded elite beard stuff, but I thought I'd try it in my hair. Oh, you can it's actually hair, use beard oil yeah. in your hair. Yeah, yeah. So you, hair. Beard butter is basically like it, it, it's good oils that get into the beard normally, but it also helps like stop uh, bring like little flyaways down. It helps you style it a little bit. Mm. So it's actually really good for the tips of your long hair. There you mm. go. Yeah, so that's why I smell delicious. What else is hopefully going to smell delicious is this lovely whiskey that we've got yeah. on the table because Lou doesn't have to go. Doesn't Woo! have to go. I'll get to have a drink. For We're a, also for now change. drinking on a Wednesday night. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we've had to make some adjustments. There are, there's lots going on. And from the last episode that you saw, we were talking about doing a DMT trip. That didn't happen no. because I was too ill. Yeah. Uh, so that is still in the works. Yeah, I was oh. going to say we should rearrange that. Yes. Because yeah. I want to do it still. Yeah, me too. And I've actually, I'm, I mean, I'm back now and I'm on form and I've got focus. Mm-hmm. So I've also taken an Adderall about three, two and a half hours ago, maybe yeah. three hours ago. So when we were downstairs, I knew something was going when on. When you were downstairs was... talking really slowly, my brain was going, let's go do something productive yeah. now, move. I couldn't handle the normal chat. Yeah, I knew something was going on because you were in the doorway and you're like, yeah, I was, get, I was making me anxious. I, yeah. Like, come on, let's go. Like, you know, when you're really excited to go somewhere, mm. it makes you feel like that when you, but then when you get going in something, you, you kind of just come down again to a focal. I was on your driveway and I was just, when I pulled up and I was just answering some text messages that came through and I could see you in here <laughs> setting up the room and you were like, what was that? And then you were like walking over somewhere else and you were like, Honestly. And I was like, oh, relax is on it. If this is what normal people feel like, I I am I can understand why I've been so kind of off at certain points in my life. I think I, I think Adderall doesn't necessarily make you again what's normal, right? It's well, as in like I, I get on with shit. Like I think about doing it and then I go do it. Yeah. That's the only difference. Whereas my normal brain is like, think about doing it. Oh, also, do you remember that other thing you should have done? Oh, and do you remember that? And then I forgot the first thing. Yeah, never get it done. But tons of people deal with. Oh my god! Right, there was like barely any pop. We're going for it. This is Elijah Craig, small batch, seventeen eighty nine. Anything in the seventeen hundreds so far that we've had has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, so I'm excited for this because I like the bourbons. Yeah. Like honestly, I sat down the other night with a gentleman Jack, and I literally did the ooh thing again. <laughs> I, yeah. Honestly, it just I sip it and I go like, oh yes. So I'm thinking this might be it, but I'll give you a quick breakdown. Ninety-four. I still don't know what proof means. Like, what's the point? Isn't proof double the percentage? I'm sure yes. we, said, we saw that somewhere. Well, that's what this is. Yeah, proof is double the percentage. But what's the point of proof? Maybe it's just like an old unit of measurement. Weird. And it sounds cool. So forty-seven percent though, which yeah. is kapalawi. Yeah, that's big, and this isn't a small bottle either. This is a doesn't tell you the bottle. But that size, if you're watching us. Theft uh, size. Cork's made, lovely. Made in true small batches for balance and smoothness. First to char oak barrels, it says, for some reason. I don't know what that means. And then that's it. There is zero, no label on the back, nothing. So it's just saying we are who we are. Try us. Yeah, it's got the little uh, Elijah Craig. It's, it's like a wooden, a, it's a like wooden a, top. a big fat wooden top on it. It looks really, it's a really pretty bottle. Mm. But cheeky pop level... It's kind of low. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. short cork. I mean, that is that is a mushroom cork. It's a, yeah, it's a short mushroomy cork, and it was yeah. it looked a bit loose. 
if I'm honest. It was, it was, it, but it was sealed down with plastic, which we taken off. Yeah. But without that plastic, that is a hundred. That would a hundred percent. Yeah. Be All right. If you if you just held that on its side, there'd, there'd probably be drips after like not maybe like a minute or something like that. I reckon. Nah, it is sealing. You reckon? Mm. It's just not the best. I wouldn't trust that. Oh, if I just pretty, had that in my much. car. Guy. I would be making sure that that is upright. It's, it's a disap- it's a disappointing Tinder date, is yeah. what it is. Yeah. If you look at that, ladies, it's it's that disappointing Tinder date who he sent you pictures from angles that were elaborate. Yeah. Use the fisheye lens. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amain yet cork. Yeah. Body's <laughs> great. Body's looks great. refined, but then disappointing micro-cork. cork. Micro cork. Yeah. <laughs> Did you smell the micro cork? I didn't sniff the cork. It smells good. Oh, it does smell good. Mm. Ooh, what does that smell of? There's a very I'm different... Going, I'm going in. Yeah, you go. Oh, there's a real... Oh, it's my mash and passion and mango fruit. Or my passion and... My <laughs> ma- pango and mash and fruit. <laughs> you said... I did it last time, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's my pango and mash and fruit fingers. Okay, so I need to smell it from the bottle. That damn mash and fruit. <laughs> oh. It does smell very bourbony. You can smell the sweetness. You smell a little bit of that oak. Oh, to me, it always smells like honey bourbon. There's something going on there that's kind of like sweet and floral. I can't put my finger mm. on it. Come on, then. I don't think we need ice with this, but we've got ice. We've only got two small cubes, though, yeah. so it's I'd, not really going to It's more it. just because I'm fucking roasting hot and I would like to <laughs> cool down slightly. What do you reckon? I reckon it's a, a pour. Depending on the angle. Glug or a pour. If you, if you go that angle, if you go flat, I reckon it'll pour. If you go sideways, I reckon it'll glug. Right, I'll go sideways. Oh, that's a nice sound. Oh, yes. There we go. Oh, it's not a dripper either. Nice. That means you don't waste any. Oh, that is a lovely colour. Look at that. Golden. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. So, yeah, it's been... Uh... Oh, I've got stuff to tell you. Whoa! God damn it. Every you time. Went... Here, I'll carry on. Pop Jeez it up. Louise. No, do you know what? I'm going to save with the extra youth because I want to get that ice out. So I'll uh, right. I'll top up when the ice is gone. Yeah, okay, that was he- that was hefty. <laughs> that is hefty. Oh. That is a that's easier. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a, a quintuplet. Quintuplet. Yeah, <laughs> quintuplet. Yeah, I reckon easy. Well, Damn. I haven't had one for a while, so no, why you haven't? Treat yourself. Treat um, yourself. Right. Oh, Go on then. In. Right. Settling. Settling in. So, uh, what's going down? I have had a mad two weeks. I could imagine. Yeah. Where did we get up to last time? With uh, Well, I'm not going to bore you every week with baby stories, but I'm going to tell you the fun stuff and the crazy stuff that happens. So. You. Did you. I can't even remember what you, what you said. Well, here's you the thing. Say, you couldn't say the gender. No, I still can't do that. Okay. Oh, can do maybe by the time this comes out. When's this coming out? Yes, I can. Next Monday? Yes. So. Well, it'll have to. Uh, yes, because it makes me do it. There so. You You're boxing if you, yourself. If you haven't watched the video and you don't want to know right now, spoiler alert coming in, go watch the video of me revealing the baby and of the two week shenanigans that we've been through in the first bits of fatherhoody goodness. You want to try and drink, don't you? So here's two. I was two. sipping it and then no, I was no, just no, like, no. it just so went to my here's lips. Here's two. My little girl, Penelope. Yeah. And she is a little sweetheart. Yeah. Although a little bugger at the moment. Hmm. <laughs> Wow. Oh, it's got a good that's got a good heat to it. Ooh. Ooh. Keeps coming. Ooh, that keeps but that keeps keeps growing. Oh, it's, it moves down to your chest as well. That is really nice. Starts on the front of your tongue and moves down onto your chest. 
Oh, that's a warmer. It was a lot subtler at the start. Yeah, and then, that builds. Yeah. Mm, let's try a second sip. That's spicy. That's got a bit of pepperiness to it. It's nice. Heat, pepper, and a little bit of buttery sweetness over the back of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. I think... I can't really pick out any distinct flavours from it, though. My palate's still overwhelmed by that heat for now. Yeah. So as I keep sipping, we'll come back to that. What do you reckon? It's it's all right. It depends if you like the heat. Yeah, if you were feeling the, like you want a warming whiskey, because yeah. there are moments when you want that. Yeah, true. That's when I think you right now. That. Right now, you Maybe want... Maybe not so much. Yeah, you probably want something a bit bit less peppery, a bit less heat. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little... It's, it's hard to explain. Like, it's a very savoury whiskey for me. That is. That's a good way of describing it. And... I do like them a little bit warm like that, though. Mm. And it, that heat will die down. Yeah, and I was going to say, I'm not, it's, not, it's not not nice, but in terms of the uh, the Kentucky bourbons that we've had, yeah. Listen, it's I'm still, middle I, of the I honestly measure them all off Gentleman Jack. I know a lot of people are going to hate that, but it's just such an easy drink. And it's it's not and it's a middle-run kind of whiskey, so the cost of it isn't great. You know, it's it's relatively affordable. Yeah, what is it, like 40 quid a bottle? Less. I think it's like 35 Oh, right, okay. If you get it in a deal every yeah. so often. And so, yeah. But, right, so baby baby talk. Yeah, little Penelope. Yes. So she was born £7, 5 ounces. Then um, she was born with a tongue tie. So this is where we have now, as people, decided folic acid is the way forward when you're having a kid because it helps develop the spine, the bones, and everything like that. So it's really important. But because we are so efficient at now supplementing with folic acid, the body is a little too efficient at knitting things together. Mm. And what it does sometimes is over-knit, especially if genetically you have a tendency to have the little toggly thing under your tongue, that little skin, I think mm-hmm. it's called a frenulum. Um, if you, in your genetics, have a tendency for that to be anterior towards the front of the tongue, and then you take folic acid supplements, mm-hmm. it gives you a thing called a tongue tie. Yeah. So what that does is it sets that frenulum a little bit far forward on the tongue, mm-hmm. and that stops it being able to reach forward and up so like arcing motions, mm-hmm. like if you go to suck the roof of your mouth, it can't really reach up to the top of your mouth as yeah. easily. It's not as fu- it doesn't have that suction power. Yeah. And then sticking outward, it, it's it's restricted on how far it can move backwards and forwards. You know, you know Tom, who was at the gym, you, the videographer and photographer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a tongue tie, tongue tie, and it was never. He's never had it sorted. No, no. no you can just... still get it sorted. Yeah. It is brutal. Yeah. Anyway, but so so because of that, now the NHS was said like, oh, it's three weeks mm-hmm. before we can get her, I get that sorted for her. Um, I was like, nope. Uh, so went private. Had it booked in for a week after she was born. Woman rings the day before we're going to go out. She's got COVID. There is nobody in the Shropshire area that does this. It literally, if you look at the map, it comes down from Manchester through to Cheshire and then literally there's a circle around Shropshire. Yeah. <laughs> nobody no in one. it, like no one. Um, and then so we chased the NHS thing and as of like last Monday, there was still going to be another two weeks. So it would have been four weeks. Bearing in mind, when you have a tongue tie as a little kid, you struggle to feed, mm-hmm. which in, in the main crucial time of being a baby, yeah. when you're trying to put weight back on after birth yeah. and get all that uh, colostrum and everything like that mm-hmm. into the system, especially in the first day or two. Yeah. Um, luckily, Penelope's a little trooper, mm. and she gnashed her way through poor Bee's boobs. I oh, know, yeah, because she'd been oh, breastfed. Um, she Natural gnashed milk. her way through days upon days, and only dropped eight percent body weight. Mm-hmm. Most kids drop ten percent, yeah. And then within a few days after, she's up to only five percent loss, and she's now prior to tongue tie, she was like one ounce away from being back to birth weight. Yeah. 
And they were all super shocked. They're like, my God, she must be a good feeder for mm. having the tongue tie as well. So then I got booked in. Some, that, I know a lot of some a lot of babies have trouble just actually latching on, regardless yeah. of tongue tie or not. They just can't find the nipple or they're doing stuff wrong. Yeah, it's like it's a weird thing as well. There's, yeah. there's boob feeding techniques. Yeah. Which I'll take you through in a minute. Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> we went, am I gonna be the dummy? I'm just lying <laughs> there on your lap. Just get your nipple out. <laughs> I've shaved. Oh, oh thank you. It's nice to chat my lips otherwise. <laughs> So uh, we went through all this, but what this what this meant was um, she was having to, to, to get the weight on. She was having to feed relentlessly, like every hour. Mm. She was wanting, 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 which obviously is an issue, especially when you're trying to sleep at night because you couldn't. What happens is when babies feed normally, they, they, they like soak it all in. And it, here's the thing. Did you know this? The stages of boob milk. Do you know about this? What do you mean? So if, like... if I was to milk a lady, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? First, yeah. watery stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. It's literally like water to hydrate the baby. Mm-hmm. Then there's like the light, lighter milk mm-hmm. and then the heavy fat milk comes through. It's like three stages. Ah, so yeah. you've got yeah, like, like full fat, semi-skimmed Semis- and yeah. skimmed. Yeah. But yeah. In the reverse order. In the reverse. Yeah. How crazy is that? I'd so the baby no never needs giving extra water or anything because it's hydrated first. Mm. Then it's given the volume and then it's given the heavy fat. Yeah. So it's getting... Um, hydration, satiation, and calories. One thing I didn't realize either is that it doesn't just come out of one no, it's nipple like hole. A, it's like a, a your garden sprinkler. Yeah, it's like a fucking sponge. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought for, for my whole life <laughs> that like it was a just cow. a nipple hole. Yeah, you just yeah. squirt and it just goes no. in like a, like a little hose pipe or yeah. something like that. But yeah, it's literally, there's like tons of little holes. Yeah. It is like that, the... Uh, what is the tip areola, of the... Oh, I don't know. The areola, areola is like a circle bit, yeah. which gets bigger so the baby can see it. Uh, so all women end up with saucer nips uh, and having babies. Do Just, they go back to normal? Yeah. Then they go back afterwards. How crazy is Well, that? nipples do change size a little bit depending on how hard and soft they are, but then I suppose they literally mm. just they expand. I don't know. Craziness. Yeah. But it's so they can see it. So the baby literally goes, oh, probably. Makes sense, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know they're saying that they get darker as well, or they get like more. I think that's colorful. what it means. Like the exteriors get darker, so right. then it expands the area. Uh, target, target more fixation. Contrast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where we get up to? Boobs, milk. This is the worst conversation about boobs I've ever had. I'm not going to lie. I know. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, my concentration for boobs goes between biological and sexual. Mm. Because I'd be looking at her feeding on the boob. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, oh, look, mother boob boobs. Yeah. But then you see the boobs on their own, and you're like, hmm, boob. Yeah. Bigger boob. Yeah, you just get constantly confused. Yeah, so super yeah. confused. Yeah. <laughs> Should I have an erection don't, right now? Don't know why. Don't hand me the baby right now. Yeah. <laughs> My thought process was in a different area. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, incoming social services call. Yeah. <laughs> social services has entered the chat. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, so we went, so she got all this, anyway, anyway, we went last Monday, gone, just gone, so two days ago, mm-hmm. had to travel all the way up to Wrexham to a place with possibly the best name. Like if you were to pick a name of a town, mm-hmm. you ready for this? You're the, you're the mayor of the town. Okay. You want to pick the name. You've looked all over Britain. You're like, oh, they've got London, striking name, Manchester, Cheshire. What are you going for? Mold, spelt without a U. <laughs> yeah, I've been to mold before. 
yeah. I was like, it's actually a quaint little place. Yeah. A really, really good cafe there. If you're ever going through it, it's called The Gathering. And yeah. it doesn't look like anything. And it's sick inside. And I got chatting with the dude. The mold gathering. The mold gathering. <laughs> Goes to the gathering mold. The dude inside cooks everything fresh. Yeah. And he runs out, he runs out. And uh, we got like a beef stew in a coffee shop. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. And it came in this, what can only be called, this like a canteen. like a tra- So like you had to pop open these um, clips on the top of it. It was a big silver canteen. You popped it open. It was dual layered. You lifted the lid off and the bread was there. Then you lifted the, that lid off and the stew was underneath. That's cool. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, the gathering mold, yeah. Um, we'll go there on the bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And anyway, so we went up there, and there was this woman called Janet Beach. She was called, and she and it's it's like two hundred quid to get this thing done, mm-hmm. which takes literally five minutes, mm-hmm. if that, to, for her to do it. But she worth every penny. You go in, she explains everything. She's lovely. She's like been killing the game for a while. This is her like own business now. She's she was like the she called kept calling, I swear she kept calling herself the countess of something or other. I think I think she was like the top matrony woman in the hospital. Then was what like I'm off on my own because I'm a goddamn countess. Yeah. yeah. And then um she sits there, but she went. So I had to hold Penelope, mm-hmm. like hold her head and hold her while she was swaddled. Whilst this woman, literally, she has these flat-headed scissors. So if you imagine the point on a scissors, just straight flat. So it only cuts where the blades meet and it can't snip anything ahead of it. Mm -hmm. She literally, like, gets a finger in the baby's mouth, Mm. with the gloves on, obviously, in all health and safety, pushes down underneath her tongue so that the baby's mouth stays open. And then she just literally cuts, no anesthetic, no nothing, like snip, and Mm. just cuts this tongue tie, cuts the frenulum back. Straight on the boob. Baby didn't even flinch. Yeah. She was just pissed off she'd been held down. Mm. But when she actually cut, baby didn't flinch. Yeah. So I don't know if it is painless or whether it's so quick. I think it's like an ear piercing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a sharp moment. Yeah. And the difference was instant. Yeah. She could immediately feed properly, from which the woman spent easily 30 minutes with us going through boob feeding techniques. Yeah. So here's the trick, ladies and gentlemen, to boob feeding. You don't bring the boob to the baby. You bring the baby to the boob. Okay. And you don't do it subtly. It's so funny. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. She's like, you have to tap the baby's upper lip with the nipple. Yeah. And it stimulates a reaction from the baby to open their mouth. Yeah. But you only, as soon as their mouth opens like two centimeters, <laughs> literally, whap, like airbag them. Have you seen um, oh, Nacho Libra? Yes. Do you remember the when he baptizes him in the, in the water? It's like, press loud! <laughs> Yes, it's that. Basically, with a kid, you hear this. <laughs> Literally, and sometimes if they're crying, it's... <laughs> and it's so funny to watch because the, she was literally like, just whap them on. Hmm. Just, 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 whoomph, straight on. She said, it seems crazy, it seems... But immediately, the baby's like... And also, for, for B, it was super comfortable because she showed her how to hold the baby mm-hmm. as well in terms of finger placement. So your natural way of holding the kid with your hand like around the head and stuff is completely wrong. She needs them to be able to like lull their heads back and forth mm-hmm. so that when they latch, they know they're latched. Rather than being pushed forward, they're choosing to stay latched. So you support like the top of the neck. Yeah, so you kind of have your finger wrapped around the back of their, from ear to ear rather than behind the ta- back of the head. Right. And so you let them have their little like... So they've got a bit of movement. Like, yeah, shit puppet moment. And then woof. On. Yeah, loads. And then the way that you hold, you have to trap an art. It's a bit like judo, right? Yeah. If they're not having any of it, yeah. 
say you've got growing babies on left boob, yeah? yeah. So you've got face facing left boob, you've got butt, butt in right hand. Yeah. You trap their right arm under your left arm. Yeah. So that they're like, oh, you know, the one weapon removed. Yeah. And then with your other hand, you then obviously coax. Oh, no. Coax. Okay. <laughs> and then suffocate with the boob. Yeah, keeping the left arm trapped. And that keeps them in position. It does sound like a bit like jiu-jitsu. Yeah, left arm with trapping. Less, with less and, then, and then the body will go where the head goes. So then it's like... They say that in yeah. jiu-jitsu as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's now feeding and we've been able to actually put her down and she stays asleep. She would not stay asleep. So we had to go back into the hospital for the two weeks have been crazy because she got jaundice and we had to go back into the hospital for the blue light treatment like rapidly because she spiked really mm. heavily to the point where like if she spiked another 50 points it was like blood transfusion level. Mm. Um, main reason why? Guess guess why her jaundice spiked. How come? Because she didn't poo for a day. Literally the only reason. Yeah. If she'd have just done a dumps on the second day like she'd done on the first day yeah. it wouldn't have happened. But because of they, they produce so many red blood cells when they're, when they're little, there's too many almost around the body. So they get broken down pretty quickly when they're born, but they literally poop it out. Mm. That's why the poo's yellow. Mm-hmm. And it's this stuff, the Billy Rubin. Yeah. And um, yeah, because she didn't poop it out enough. That, it that, backed up. That country western And she sing, went full, singer. full tan. Billy Rubin. Billy Rubin, yeah. yeah. And Billy Rubin. I'm pretty sure he drinks Elijah Craig. He probably. That does sound like it. <laughs> Billy Rubin's or, or, Elijah or they're, Craig. they're a duo. <laughs> Billy Rubin Billy and Rubin, Elijah, Elijah Craig. Craig. <laughs> So, yeah, now she's back in and we can actually put her down. And I bought a big, um, uh, it's like a basket on a mechanical swing today. Mm-hmm. So it's you put her in it and it you can choose how much it rocks. And it swings back and forth whilst playing white noise or music melodies. Mm-hmm. And it vibrates, but I haven't got a battery to make it vibrate yet because so, it's like some huge thing. Oh, right. Yeah, so, some yeah. obscure I like, open it up. And you know when you look into the badge compartment, like I've never seen what like one of the boy batteries. <laughs> yeah, it's just like an insane. I don't even know what shape it's going to be. Yeah. I'm just going to have to look up the code and see. But I assume, I assume it's something that I'm not going to be able to find anywhere. Mm. <laughs> Other than maybe like a model train store or somewhere. Yeah, on. somewhere yeah, really obscure. <laughs> just going an eight-year-old bloke who knows exactly what you need. Wilkinson's have a, a surprising No, they're just array. basic batteries being in. No, yeah. Wilco seem to have like a good a good selection. Wilco's. Oh, I'm thinking TJ Hughes. Yeah. No, I? no not TJ Hughes. What's the other one? Home, no? Uh, home base, maybe. I don't know. Mm, no, Wilco's. But... All right, try it. I don't know if there's one here. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my um, update. So, she, oh, she made it route through. You can watch all the blue light therapy stuff that we went through, but basically, in in entailed us staying up for like four days straight, five days straight by the time born and everything, because she was put in an incubator and would not settle, even though it was thirty degrees and heated. And they were all like, "Oh, she'll love it. She'll fall asleep." She was like, "Fuck all of you guys." Right, and we had to hold her hands through this like incubator little like they have these little flaps that come down. We had to hold her hand the entire time. Yeah. To keep her in there, because she had to be under this blue light. There's no choice about it, and she wouldn't go into it to such an extent that they brought out this other thing called a blue light blanket. Yeah. So, then we went through all that, um, and then her jaundice level dropped. But then they kept stabbing her, and I kept wanting to pull people's heads off. And then, uh, I think I might have been through this on the other podcast. Sorry if I'm boring you guys. Mm-hmm. I get confused. My brain is in tatters at the moment. Other than today, where I felt quite collected. Yeah. Um, I've been like fully scattered. Fully scattered. I was just uh, today talking to to Liam because his daughter's about, I think she's ten months old now. Yeah. And this last week, um, she's like actively trying to kiss him and kiss uh, his mom. She's actually like leaning in and going, 
and uh, like actually trying to like go and hug. Yeah. So she's like she's she's starting person. to like the stuff that she's always liked doing. She's liked being kissed and liked hugging, but now she's actually trying to do it herself. Yeah. And it's like the first. Like, I think that's when blokes start to adhere to the child more. Yeah. When it becomes active, because right now, like honestly, like I will kill you if you try and hurt her, mm-hmm. but also. Like, I don't need to be around her all the time. Yeah. But yeah. every time, like, B brings her in, I'm like, oh, look at the little thing. Yeah. And then I'll sit with her quite happily and take her off B every so often to give her a break and do stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I think we need interaction as in, like, when she stares at me or focuses on me, I'm fully engrossed. Yeah. And so when I get a reaction back from that, that moment, that's going to be it. I'm going to be teaching it all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to teach her to, whenever she has a, any drink, to go... And whenever she has anything fizzy, I'm going to make it say spicy. <laughs> so she'll have like a kind of tango and go, ah, spicy. <laughs> Is she going to have anything off a spoon and go, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, literally like a suck it up off a spoon. But she'll, she'll request a silver spoon. You've got a little something in your beard. Though. I know, that made me laugh. It made me spit out my own phlegm. I can do that now because it's less gross than puking on yourself, which she does all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. So since she's been fed properly now, she can vomit, which is a downside. <laughs> also, because she was grazing essentially before, mm. she's gone from grazing to being f- like Sunday dinners in a go. And she mm. doesn't understand that she can't have seven Sunday dinners. Yeah, one after another. Without vomiting. Yeah. So she's currently, I think, bulimic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like she's yeah. semi bulimic yeah. at, at the moment, gorging herself to the ball as she vomits. <laughs> yeah, but um, other than that, what else has happened? Uh, we're giving her a first bath tomorrow. You don't have another crazy thing, baby info. Yeah. You don't bathe the babies for the first two weeks. How come? Because they come out with their own natural. You know the gunk that's on them, mm. other than the blood and stuff, mm. the white stuff. That's actually their own moisturizing agent that the body creates. Okay. And you're supposed to leave them until that kind of has all dissipated. And I'm gone. amazed that no one's bottled this shit up. I know. Can you imagine? Yeah. People would buy that. It's going to probably be like the best moisturizer ever. It is actually a good point. Mm. That is a very good point. Yeah. Baby. What is baby, this stuff called? Baby gunk. I'll tell you what it is. What are babies covered in? What are babies covered in? Let's see what this brings up, actually. This might be quite weird. Yeah, I've got a feeling that's Oops. a strange search. Oh, no. Straight in. It's called Vernix caseosa. That okay. sounds like a Mexican dish. It does. <laughs> it's a white, creamy, naturally occurring biofilm covering the skin of the fetus during the last trimester of pregnancy. Vernix coated on the neonatal skin protects the newborn skin and facilitates extra uterine adaption of skin in the first postnatal week, if not washed away after birth. Now, can you buy it? Can you buy it? Vernix Casey. I'm going to have to spell that again. <laughs> Vernix quesadillas. It'll be mm. like, yes, Asda, family deal. Yeah. You can get them from Chiquitos. Vernix. Oh, no. Vernix helpers. Vernix Caseoso. Caseosa. ADHD alarm. Um, buy? Yeah. Buy. You can. Oh, God damn. Buy Vernix cases are online from Homeoforce, available in... What the hell is that? A pillules? So are they... Pillules? Are they they calling pills pillules? I don't know. Did they they just make pills a fancier word by adding letters? (laughs) Is this a company that gets newborn babies and just scrapes scrapes the paste off them? Yeah. And then they're just... Baby farm. They're like 
putting it into a, a jar. Like a, they're just they're using the the, the they just got the other end of a, a butter knife, so it's like super smooth, and they're just like they've just got like warehouses full of crackheads, yeah. and they're just constantly impregnating them, yeah, and just babies coming out who are also going to be crackheads, yeah, and then they just keep them on a cracker and soup diet yeah. until they're and impregnatable crack, and crack, yeah. yeah, and then just keep churning. I bet it's an underground system yeah. we've just broken through. That's Baby, made me crack uncomfortable. Baby, crack baby moisturizer. Yeah. Is it expensive? No. Oh. Oh, I don't know. It depends how much you get in it. Well, yeah. If you get this stuff from from Harrods, which is called they Cream Cream Mask Vernix, it's two hundred and four pounds for a if little. If it's in bloody Harrods, it is going to be expensive. Two hundred and four pounds, or you can go to eBay and get it for twelve. <laughs> That's because somebody DIY'd it themselves. That's somebody's baby. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is. Yeah. Horrendous. Weird. Uh, yeah, I might try and find some of that actually. See if it's any good. Well, See before you, you bath, that's like before you bath an LB, just smear it on on your face. Yeah. yeah. There's another one. Just go to hospitals, yeah. into the baby nursery, and just yeah. sm- smear babies on yourself. <laughs> if nurses found out about that, midwives, mm. they'd all be like, "Oh, let me hold the baby." Be a whole, <laughs> yeah, be a whole yeah, <laughs> epidemic. Of... Just you, youthful midwives, <laughs> just throughout. Maybe that's why they all get into it. And then when they quit, that's why they'll hug her up quick. Maybe, yeah. We've solved it. Yeah. There we go. Mm. That's if you want to stay youthful, rub a baby on your face. Yeah. Well, I have no baby news. Actually, my baby is nine months old and now weighs nearly 60 kilos. That's a fat baby. Yeah, he's a big baby. It's quite a hairy baby as well. Very hairy, yeah. I've got these funny pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just using the fish eye lens just because it's fucking hilarious to use a fish eye lens. Do you know what you should do? Oh my God, that is ridiculous. He looks like a great Dane when you do that. (laughs) (laughs) So there should be up on the screen the pictures of this ridiculous animal. Honestly, he's the sweetest thing though. Yeah, um, big goofy moron. Yeah, we just uh, we just had a pause and come back, and you were saying whenever you, if you change anything in the living room or anything small, he picks up on it. Not just in the living room, anything like you literally can like. So if you came in and put a new ornament down on the, the top of the fireplace. So like completely out of like a normal eye line. Yeah. He'll walk in the door and instantly clock it and just walk over there. And it's like the slightest thing. It's it's ridiculous how quickly he notices like the smallest change. Even though it seems like a proper dope. Yeah, yeah. And it's obviously, there's lots of things like, because he's, He's got. He's a guarding breed, so I guess he's meant to oh. identify do you changes. He, do you even though his voice is definitely like, <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. Like, in between that, do you think he's like Terminator? He like, comes in, he's like, just scans the room. Yeah, he's he's like that's it. He's a combination of being stupid, but also he's just really good at certain things. We were out on a walk today in the woods, like. You couldn't see the ground because it was just leaves everywhere. And he just started, all of a sudden, just went over to something, started like rooting around, and then went running off. And it was a, a whistle on a on a lead. And he, he had the whistle in his mouth. <laughs> he and he just back. ran off. <laughs> I was like, I, he didn't, but I was like, I was cracked up when I found it. It was like, just like we're in acres and acres, and he just randomly goes and digs out a whistle. Like, so bizarre. I mean, if the dude who had the whistle had bad breath, maybe. And it was like, to him, it was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Humans. Dogs are amazing, aren't they? What they're actually capable of doing. Yeah, they're pretty crazy. Yeah, because he's not like a sniffer dog. That's not. No, know, so that's... Imagine the ones that are. Have you seen those ones where they do like um, a visual representation of a dog's scent, uh, like sense of smell? 
So they'll leave like on the video, they've got a GoPro on the dog and in front and in front of it they're showing like a purple like haze yeah. of like the path it's following. Mm. And that's effectively how they see the world, but through their nose. Yeah. Like literally follow this this line like a computer game. Yeah. It's insane. I remember somebody explained that they they smell in stereo, so they identify which nostrils taking in more scent. And going that direction. So that yes, yeah, so they can direct yes. Yeah. So imagine if we if we had our eyes closed we would be able to wander around a space following a sound using our ears. We could identify where it's coming from and we'd yeah. walk in that direction. Yeah. But we can't do that with smell because it all just goes through the same nostril. Like, you know, it comes through yeah. the nostril, but we can't tell which nostril's taken in more, whereas they can. So they literally, the same way we can direct with sound, they can do that with their nose. That's cool. Yeah. Don't we sniff through one nostril at a time as well? That's why when you get a cold, you're always bunged up one side, then it'll switch. Yeah. We switch between one nostril to the other through the day. Mm, yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, we're pretty interesting. We're, we're good at, like, we have a big brain, and that's about it. Yeah. Everything else about it is we're a soft, fleshy mass that's easily broken, easily disabled, easily chewed upon and, and murdered. We're very dexterous. Like that, our ability to to do very fine motor skills is good. So as a monkey, they can rip our face off. Yeah, but they're not as good as us. You reckon? Yeah, they're not as good as us. They've like, already found monkeys using tools. Yeah, they use tools, but like, are you going to be able to get a monkey that can like next up sell? Watch them on an iPhone. You know, <laughs> like if you're talking about like levels, yeah, there'll be monkeys that can use typewriters. When a monkey, but is a monkey going to be able to perform like a, a complex surgery? Without nicking a major artery, <laughs> like <laughs> no. no. But I reckon soon a monkey will get an Amazon order. To be fair, with that one-click pay, <laughs> all, all he needs all is he a needs bank account. Do, yeah, is nick someone's handbag yeah. and get a phone, and that's an Amazon delivery of a two tons of bananas. Yeah, Amazon. If you get a two tons of bananas order to the jungle, alert the world. <laughs> yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> Planet of the Apes is on the way. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we are kind of rubbish, but I think it's just. I think we like to think of ourselves as better at things than we are. Like, do you, do you know? What I, I think mean? we're like, going backwards. How so? I think we're going. I think we're going back. I think we are getting dumber. I think that because of the nature of generations coming through, the laziness and the whole "the world owes me a living" thing, hmm. they're using technology to not learn. Yeah, you reckon we've now peaked out, and we're gonna. Yeah, and if imagine start. if Elon wasn't doing anything. If people like Elon and, and those other people were not pushing technology, would it even be moving forward outside of the government? But I suppose you can probably apply that same theory to like the Industrial Revolution because the majority of the people that would have driven the Industrial Re Revolution were just workers, just plodding along, not, not pushing anything forward. It only takes a small handful of people to keep the whole human race going on oh, the yeah. right trajectory. We just need if, to hope that they're breeding. Everybody else is like, just, you know, like us. We're just the potatoes underneath, <laughs> just like, just living. You I know. like to think we're in a different percentage to the potatoes. Okay, we're, we're like, we're, we're the top of the potatoes. We're, we're not, yeah, we're top. We're, we're like a Maris Piper potato. We're, yeah, we're a parsnip. Oh, oh, I don't like parsnips. What? Uh, I'll have them, but I don't like them. I would write a potato over a parsnip. A honey roasted parsnip? Yeah, nah. To be fair, I would take a goose roasted roast potato, a goose fat, Roasted potato. potato. Goose fat. Roast. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Goose yeah. fat roast potato. Yeah. I feel like I want to say goose fat roasted roast potato. Roast potato from goose fat. Goose fat roasted. That seems wrong. I don't think it the matters. The idea that Adderall's wearing off. Look yeah. how I'm going off. Yeah. Look how, look how and my And you're saying we're not the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking carrot at this point. 
No, I'm not a sprout. Turning into sprout. I sprout, yes sprout or no? Yeah, I ain't gonna hate any. I hate sprouts. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like a little fart cabbage. I know. They're I awful. I find that entertaining. You, you get to enjoy them twice. I'm pretty sure you could fire them from a catapult and they'd be more fun. And have, you, have you ever like felt how fucking hard a yeah, sprout is when they're thinking. not? Yeah, they'd do some damage. I wonder if you could murder someone with a Brussels sprout and then it would rot. That's the evidence gone. Mm. You could just smush it and I chuck it. I don't know why. Like icicle death. It's just uh, sprouts. made me think of uh, when I was at school, my friend Chris threw a bonbon at somebody and it chipped their tooth. <laughs> a bonbon? Yes, a fucking lemon bonbon. I can bonbon. see that. A lem- oh, a lemon one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, God. That's a good shot. Yeah, I know. Well, he wasn't. How weak were the kid's teeth? Was he eating too many bonbons? That kid was eating too <laughs> yeah, many bonbons. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, he was be. like, bonbon me from distance. And he was like, yink. Yeah. And it went wrong. <laughs> front <laughs> One bonbon too many. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know why that came to mind. But yeah, just the idea of firing a, firing a uh, sprout. Remember Jawbreakers? Yeah. And it was literally like, you were getting back, Kunk. oh yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah, that yeah. nearly chipped my tooth, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would like work on it. Yeah, they literally called them a jawbreaker and you were like, yes. And there was that moment where you watched everyone's face where they'd have it in their mouth and then there'd be the crunch and there'd be that split second of where they went, was that the jawbreaker on my tooth? Yeah. And then through, oh no, it's jawbreaker, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and also they'd be like dribbling a little bit because <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Because they were super sour ones as yeah. well. So you'd be like, <laughs> Imagine walking aliens coming down. Look, these are the smartest people in the world. Oh, definitely. Oh, chewing on a jawbreaker, oh, gurning with tooth. the sourness. Oh, this is very good. Oh, they're trying geez. to poison themselves. Yeah, they're trying to break their own jaws. They're trying to poison themselves. They're trying to poison themselves. Look at them when they. Oh, also, babies when they're young, they don't learn anything other than how to kill themselves a little bit more each day. Yeah, that is it. They are literally just learning how to die in different ways. Like, Penelope can already hold up her head, shouldn't be able to do that till a month, mm-hmm. and can roll over. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much of a nightmare that is in a kid that has no bodily control? Yeah. <laughs> so her potential is that she can throw herself off you when you're holding her because she can launch her head back and kick with her legs. Yeah. So she can literally, if do you it. lie her on your chest yeah. with her arms in and her feet like curled, yeah. she will caterpillar her way up you. How insane is that? She's yeah. two weeks old. Caterpillar her way up you. And then over the top, death. Yeah. Also, she can kick her legs up and roll herself over when she's in a swaddle. Smother death. Yeah. So you cannot leave her. You need little clips so you can like... Oh, no, she needs a baby cage. Yeah. Baby cage. I was having a picture the other day of, um, of Maisie and they got the child gates up for her and now to stop getting, getting up and down like the stairs because she's gate. crawling. And she was like up at the gates like holding them just like... <laughs> Attica, yeah. Attica. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's going to be a journey, but you know, it's already been fun. It is surprising what your body is capable of, though, when it is put under so much stress. Like I averaged, I, my my whoop number got down to fourteen percent recovery, mm. which is like horrendous. Well, it was yeah. That's barely any better than when you had COVID. Yeah, yeah, or uh, flu. Yeah, whatever Which it was. Other. The flu is definitely worse. Yeah, so um, I've been back in training last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I've done my first volume week. Um, <laughs> here's a funny thing. So my volume week is 25 reps split over a 15-5-5 breakdown. Mm-hmm. And the the idea is that you use a weight where you're burning 
heavy burn, high pump at around 12 reps and 15 is a struggle. Mm -hmm. Then you've got to hit another 10 reps after that. Mm -hmm. And it's five sets. Three body parts, two exercises per body part. And then repeat each body part twice a week mm -hmm. with varying exercises. I finished biceps on the first day on the Monday. And obviously when you sat at a laptop or working, you're like this, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Like arm, elbows bent, elbows down. I realized that my arms were my arms seized yeah. in this T-Rex position and I had to stretch them out after the end of the day's work. I was like, oh my, like yeah. fully, they were locked in yeah. and I had to stretch them like this. It hurt so bad. Mm. It was like that first time you did squats and then tried to get out of a chair. Yeah. But with your arms. Oh, I literally had that today. <laughs> like my, uh, the, the 12 week block of training that I'm in at the moment this i'm at week seven now and the volume is at its highest and then it'll slowly be the volume has been gradually ramping but yeah then now it's going to start to taper back down and the intensity yeah. is going to creep up but fuck me i yesterday's session was the the first lower session of the week and it didn't help because i missed one session well i didn't miss a session i missed a day yeah bumped all my sessions back so then i've been in the gym like six days in a row now so oh, i've not really had much time cause I, yeah because i was playing catch up and I've never nearly bailed on a session Ooh. as many times as I did. I've had moments where I'm like, oh, fuck this. I should just just tired and feel shit. Yeah. yeah. But I'll always just end up getting it done. But honestly, through the entire workout, after every <laughs> like, fucking... Fuck, fuck, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like... Because oh. then I was just like, right, okay, I'll just get the, I'll get the main stuff done. It's like, but I ain't fucking around on leg press and doing leg extension and hamstring curls. And then I'm like, well, I'll fucking just do the leg press then. And I'll, I'll just like, right, okay, I've done my heavy sets. Now I've got to do some back off. So I'll just you do just one slowly, back off. slowly, slowly, yeah. anyway. That's what you yeah. do to people when you're trying to talk them into something. Yeah. Just concentrate on getting dressed. Okay, yeah. now you're dressed. Now we're just going to go to the car and have a drive. Yeah. Then when we have a drive, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I was just like, all right, okay, I'll just do this one more set. And then I'm calling it. I'm just not going to bother. And it's like, well, the leg extension's only there. I'll do the extensions, but I'm not going to do the curls. I was like, I'll just do like the first set. And then I literally had to it's talk myself though. through it's that whole though. session. And <laughs> even down to the last set, I almost was like, it's only the last set. It doesn't fucking matter, does it? And I was then like, your guilt game. Yeah, and I was like, but I'll fucking be you'll, pissed off that I didn't know. do it. You'll know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's good. That shows that your mentality's back. Yeah. So like, I've always, I always know that my mentality's back when I put down a weight, put it away, walk off, turn around, walk back, pick it up again and do a few more reps because I feel like I didn't get Yeah, that there was a little bit more. Yeah. And, um, but so this, yesterday was my f first, so I did another volume that, what are we on today? Wednesday, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I crossed into Monday, into my volume crossed over because I missed a day. And then Tuesday was my first heavy day. Yeah. So I go from doing 25 reps to doing four to eight. Mm -hmm. And it's like a completely different feeling, but soul crushing. Yeah. So like rather than a burn and a like, like get mad and get through it, it, although my volume week is technical, like I don't, I don't do any roughnecking, no body swinging, nothing like that. So it's not like you see when most people do volume, they start swinging around and just doing numbers. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's a weight with strictness, but explosiveness mm -hmm. and like a quick repetition. But uh, heavy week is four to eights. First two sets of five is like getting built in with 12 reps and then it drops. So I bang the weight up then on the f third, fourth and fifth mm -hmm. to hit somewhere between four and eight. Obviously, four by the time I get to kind of the top end. Yeah. And um, it just literally, my soul left my body. My, my, it was no pump. There was no enjoyment of that burn. Mm -hmm. It was just, oh, my God, death. 
Yeah, but see, I'm the opposite. Like, For me, the like pump that. and the burn, I'm just like, oh. I hate this. Like, I feel like I'm going to explode. My forearm feel like they're going to fucking pop. Yeah, I like that. Uh, whereas I would much rather get under something that might kill me. <laughs> and I'm just like, right, I just need to pay attention for like five seconds here and survive yeah. this. <laughs> no, see, for me, it's like just every rep is, is a grind against life. Mm-hmm. Like to just a push because I'm just looking at my joints, yeah. thinking don't 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 pop, don't, don't wobble, don't wibble. Yeah, and I can feel them going like we're not designed for this. I feel like I'm I feel more at risk with the higher volume stuff because I feel like my form deteriorates more as I get more of a pump. Like I get yeah. less ability to control myself. Whereas whether obviously if you fuck it up and you end up doing like something absolute max effort which you probably shouldn't end up doing. But as long as it's you know still very heavy, but something that you you're able to maintain good form with, I feel like I'm actually able to be safer with that than That's weird. yeah doing a set of fifteen on like a yeah. you know doing a set of fifteen. I know what you're saying though, and... because you feel the load when it's on there, and if anything yeah. gets out of whack, you can feel it immediately. With lighter yeah. weights, you can power through with shit form. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, that's you can't why do that. my volume weeks are heavily dictated by technique. Yeah, yeah. so I hips are locked in, glutes are engaged, everything's set, nothing moves other than the joint that should be, <laughs> and even when they get like hard, I take I take a moment. And then get that rep. Take a moment, get that rep. So my volume work is not speed work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just happens to go a bit quicker because the weights are lighter through the first ten reps. Mm-hmm. But that the last fifteen reps are sometimes a full grind. And the way it works is I do fifteen reps, put the weight down for three seconds, five reps, put the weight down for three seconds, five reps. Mm-hmm. And the least I'll accept, in worst case scenario, which is like usually hamstrings on the fifth set, something is ten three three. Yeah, but, I know. Um... But normally I get ten five five. Alberto Nunez does a lot of that. Does it? Yeah, it's just like they, they've co- like I, this has been a thing for ages, but they've like coined it like Moyo reps. It's by, it's just like rest pause training, isn't it? You just rest pause, yeah. Yeah, you just train or, or lex pause. A, lex pause lex, training. Yeah, lex pause training. Lex pause training. Know, hashtag lex pause. Copyright. Uh, <laughs> trademark. Yeah, you just train to the point where you you're not quite hit value, but you've got a little bit in the tank. Have a very short rest. Yeah. And then you're just able to eke out a little bit more total volume in a if, quite if you a saw time me, frame. If you saw me at Body Power, Circa, the Mark Fit, Alan Gabby, Jeff Seed and me era, yeah. in that third one, where I was a fucking unit, mm. although I only weighed like 76 kilos or something <laughs> shit, that this was when I was doing this training. Mm. And it is by far for me the best. So it works as I do a volume week, a heavy week, and then a concentration week. The concentration week focuses on one second squeezes at the top of every every set, mm-hmm. focusing on mind to muscle connection, and it's probably the worst week when I always think it's not going to be, and it's probably the worst. Yeah, um, your weights actually sometimes end up lower than the volume week. Yeah, I suppose it's just going to be that obviously the the, the mind to muscle connection, but it's also that extra that extra time under tension. It's it, what it is. It, it adds up a lot, yeah. doesn't it? So overall, it's a three week cycle, and then you, you rotate back round. But what it is is it's using one. It's using all energy systems. Mm-hmm. You're going from cardiovascular aerobic to anaerobic to a balance of both anaerobic and aerobic. So obviously the heavy work is anaerobic, the volume work is aerobic, and then the concentration week is both. My heart rate on average in the volume week didn't go below like 120. Mm. So it is genuinely a cardio workout as well. Um, But the the other week, so I did my heavy week. um, So coming back to, so that's what I'm doing now. That will hopefully, I'm starting to see, I'm already starting to tighten up, which is nice. Mm but I went in the sauna for the first time, but I also did bag work. 
So I did my heavy, heavy one. And because I hadn't used the aerobic system as much, I still felt like oh, I've got some gas in the tank. Did five rounds, two minute rounds of boxing, well, Thai boxing on the bag, which in banner time with all the old people in it, it's probably quite aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> just an old man comes past and just gets, ah, <laughs> just, just, just dodges, a, dodges a thigh kick. Yeah. yeah. As I'm whapping into this bag with the boxing timer going on, um, already sweaty with like a racer back on, nipples flying everywhere, yeah. hair an absolute atrocity. Uh, and there's some poor bloke trying to be shown round by the staff going, here's our here's our state-of-the-art gym. And there's this Neanderthal kicking yeah. the crap out of some poor bag in the corner. <laughs> it's not even in the corner. It's pretty much central in oh, the middle God. of the gym. Yeah, I'm amazed that they've done that. Uh, fair play to them yeah. is what I say. Yeah. Because I said to them when I joined, Do people, are you good with people like actually going at this? They're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, go to town. I was like, cool. Yeah. So I did that, and then I went back to go in the sauna. Yeah. First time in a while. So I haven't done the ice barrels, but ice barrel because um, it hasn't been set up and yeah. because my hose has been broken. I bought a new hose attachment. Yeah. So the barrels my get... My hose is broke as well. If, when the freeze came. Uh, mine snapped it off. Oh, yeah, mine. It, it, you know when your metal, metal thing on the clip goes on the tap? It sheared the metal, uh, the, oh, the metal nozzle yeah. off the tap because the water expanded in it. Canal. I know. Yeah. So I fixed, so the barrel's getting refilled. Mm. I did my first 20 minute sauna session, but I think it was a mistake doing it after the cardio because obviously I've gone in gassed, tired. Yeah. And then big thing about making 20 minutes in sauna is breathing. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I was on the top step eyeballing everybody in that sauna. Yeah. Like trying to get someone to engage in conversation with me. Yeah. Because I needed a distraction. I actually had to leave at 12 minutes, yeah. take 30 seconds outside and go back in yeah. and get the rest done. I could not. I honestly, God, it was so hard. And I, do you want to see my whoop heart rate for it? Yeah, I, right. not a chance would I really? be able to do twenty minutes in a sauna. That would, I'd die. I would genuinely. But you pass have out. to do twenty minutes yeah. because that's when you get the heat release proteins. Yeah, I would pass out. Anything other than twenty minutes, anything less than that, you're not getting it. You're not getting the benefits that you could be. But look, check out this, right? So this is my twenty-one minute sauna session. Check out my stats. Fuck me. So you you're hovering between probably one sixty to one one eighty. That is my heart rate, yeah, ladies heart and gentlemen. Rate. Whilst in this sauna, whilst sat down, yes. Yeah, so if you were in that sauna with me, wondering why I was looking manic and like I might might try and kill you, yeah, it's because I was trying to deal with a hundred and eighty two max heart rate. But that's doing the job. That's what it is. Mm. It's, that's what's creating the shock, which gets the heat-release proteins going. And the heat-release proteins are massive for recovery. They literally go around your body mopping up zombie cells. Mm. So all of these dead cells floating around your body that have got no use anymore, that need uh, waste cells, essentially, that are no use and uh, affecting the efficiency of your body. Is that like senescent cells? The same, same kind of thing as like autophagy when you're... Yes, when it's you're like, like autophagy. Um, yeah, yes, yes. When you're in like an extended fast. Yes, yes. So is that I didn't I don't really That's understand how heat release yes. proteins work. Yeah. It also boosts your immunity as well. Right, okay. So yeah, that's the benefit. Oh, cuz yeah, I really struggle in in the heat. So I've never I've been in and out of saunas and I do enjoy it, but I do like I really struggle to to Mate, be in for an extended period of time. That entire workout the sauna was the hardest bit. Yeah. I literally quit for 30 seconds. Yeah. Had to couldn't breathe. I, I did lose it a bit mentally because mm. I was trying to breathe in through my nose. I was listening to a podcast to try and distract myself and I was listening to um Two Bears One Cave. Oh yeah, I've started uh, it was to that. Bert Kreisler with um 
Tony Hawk, but Bert's voice started grinding on me mm. because I was just in an agitated state. Mm. And Bert was, <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't take it. I'd like turn it off. Yeah. And then I tried to talk to this other bloke in there who looked like a normal, engaging guy. Uh, zero chat, yeah. like zero chat. Yeah. Normally I get somebody in there, have a good chat, mm. learn a bit about them. You know, I'm nice, I'm personable, but maybe I looked at him a bit wild-eyed. Yeah, maybe. You were naked while you were trying to have a chat with oh, him. Oh, I, yeah, I was fondling myself as well. Yeah. I was trying to strap myself in any way I could. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever works. That's why your heart rate was so high. Yeah. You were edging the whole time. You porn up on my phone in the <laughs> yeah. sauna. Yeah, turn Bert Kreischel off. Vigorously jacking off. Don't mind me, guys. Got to get 20 minutes. <laughs> Just keep yourself distracted. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back on, back on. But today I had to take a day off because my recovery was like 40%. How many sessions a week are you trying to get in right now? Four or five. Yeah. Ideally five, minimum four. Okay. And what is that split? So um, it's uh, three body parts a session, mm -hmm. two exercises, five sets. Do you then, have a set c cluster of, of body parts or are you happy to no, make some matches? No, I'll just go need. in and do it. As, as long as they're both all hit within 72 hours of previously being trained, <clears throat> yeah. that's how I go for. So if I go in and my knee's sore and it's meant to be a leg day, I'll do hamstrings. Mm -hmm. And then I'll wait the next day, I'll do the quads. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite nice in that way. It has flexibility. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, pretty much... Uh, it's, it's, it's great. It's feeling good. Um, mainly, the big thing is right, when I looked in the mirror previously, from melting away over four weeks of genuinely being ill, not eating enough, and what I ate was crap because it was just, I felt terrible and nobody was cooking good meals because everyone was sick. Mm -hmm. So we were eating just whatever was to hand, which was easy crap shit. Um, and then after that, having the whole baby rush thing, which just obviously smashed down the ability to get in. Uh, the biggest thing I did was start getting training sessions in amidst the birth. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Bianca was like fine with that. She was like, yeah, go. Well, I'm going to be just sat in a bed here. You go. Like, she, That's the benefit of having somebody that understands lifting and lifts yeah. as well. Yeah, well, she, like, it's so beneficial for her as well. So yeah, she knows. She is squirming at not being able to lift. Yeah. She's hating every minute. She hates the way she looks, feels everything. She feels lethargic. She hates the way she looks. Uh, she hates the way she feels. All because she can't train. Because mm. she's so driven when she trains. Yeah. So the, the mental side of this is huge. So getting back into this is why I think I've suddenly have a real refocus again because my consistency in training has come back, which there's no coincidence that my focus coming back has also occurred. But um, the biggest thing is getting back into um, training that's also structured. So before I was just going in to train because I felt like I needed to. Yeah. Now I have a goal and a progressiveness yeah, to my you've training. Got a, you've got a structured training plan. Yeah. yeah. And it changes every week as well. So even if I hated the last week, it doesn't matter, the next one's different. Mm -hmm. um, so the the thing about looking in the mirror, which I was talking about before, this the thing is, is I hate the way I look in the mirror right now. Like I honestly look at myself and I swear at myself in the mirror. I look at myself Fuck every you. morning, yeah, in the mirror and go, you're a fucking state. Look at, look at the fucking state here. I honestly say it to myself in the mirror. Yeah. I, do you know what I said the other day? I woke, uh, woke up before like I really got my first week done. Woke up, looked at me, and went, "You're fucking pathetic," and because I was mm -hmm. pathetic, it's pathetic. And because I've my physique prior shows what I'm capable of, so this is unacceptable. I don't know. I'm, I can't. Wait, there's a positive. Okay, there's all right. I'll let, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. When you look in the mirror like that, mm -hmm. and even if you cuss at it or get annoyed, 
because I was putting in the work, because why I was saying that, because I'd done a week. Mm. Like I said, I'd done a week. Obviously, nothing changed really in a week. No, no, of course. But I'd done the week. So looking in the mirror expecting change is a good thing, even though it's not there, because it shows that you've put in what you believe is enough to see some change. Yeah. So it's actually a good thing. If you're just staying yourself every day expecting change from nothing, you're an idiot. Mm. But if you've put a hard week in and you're pissed off what you see in the mirror, good. Mm. Because you put in another hard week and you'll be less pissed off because I'm starting to see changes in our second week. Yeah. So by the fourth, fifth, sixth week, I'm going to start feeling better. That's going to start rewarding my visuals for the training as well. Already my energy levels and focus are up, which is a reward. But the will to want to look in a mirror to see a difference because you're putting work in is actually a good thing even though you might not see it when it's there, but it will come. Yeah, I, I, I do you understand it. And I, and I know that that's one of the things that you find really driving and, and motivational and... The, the being in shape physically also helps you mentally i just sometimes when you when you say that i'm just like i feel like you should be kinder to yourself in in the sense that like you no still look no, really don't. good no i don't no 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 but i really don't but you do no 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 you're seeing pictures of me when i've been pumped i really don't honestly i you look forget like what an, normal people look I like, like an average dude that might lift a bit that's yeah, and what's wrong shit. with that though? Because I've been lifting for two decades. There's no reason I should ever get back to that. Even know. if I kept up a decent consistency in training, I would not look like that. But realistically, it, like it's you don't need to look like a freak of nature to be. Oh, that's Harris ringing, my old barber. Oh, should I answer it? There you go for it. Oh, hello, mate. Congratulations. <laughs> you're on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not on the podcast, but I am now on that. Yeah, you're on it now. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I will give you a call in five minutes. No worries later. Right. See you in a bit. Yeah, he's a Listen. lovely boy. He's such a nice guy. I'm going to try and get Harris down, actually. Mm. He's a good bloke. He once brought down some weed. And was just like, oh, this stuff's it's, it's fine. It was like the afternoon, it was 2 p.m. in the afternoon. It was like, we'll just sit, have a bit of a smoke and chat. Dude, I didn't understand English by the time he, we'd finished having some of that joint. He was talking to me and all I heard was scoop, like, it's like uh, Snoopy. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, what the hell? He said this what was a light. This was just meant to be easy. I didn't understand <laughs> this, language. There seems to be a common theme here with you and your your friends, including me. You, yeah. Being like, oh, I'll be okay, fine. Right. And then all of a sudden we overshoot. By Both of you like, oh, it's not what I expected. Yeah, it is hard to make a judgment. Anyways, so my point for you was like, I think that you've been in the industry for so long. I know what you're, you're saying. I've got mirror blindness. Yeah, like yeah. you, uh, it which is a thing. Yeah, like realistically, you do not need to be a freak of nature to be happy and healthy. You just need to like be okay with what you look like in the mirror. And I'm not going down like I think that people can do whatever the fuck they want to do. If you want to be morbidly obese and never try and then as long as you're happy, crack on. As long as it's not affecting anyone else, like do your thing. But I'm going to I keep think, my mouth shut as you yeah, say I, sentence. It's, it's, I just That's think, a whole other podcast. Carry on. I just think it's like, um, it's not necessarily the the healthiest to to dislike yourself purely 
on a on like a looks point but of view. For me, it's because I know, like I've said, as I've trained, my focus has come back. If my body has deteriorated in the mirror, I know that other aspects of my life have deteriorated alongside mm-hmm. because training, whether it be gym, whether it be fighting, whether it be football, whether it be sport of some kind, mm-hmm. is the foundation of what keeps me moving forward as a human. It has been since I was a kid. My mum used to send me out on bike rides when I got moody and I came back happy as Larry. Yeah. So I know if that slipped, other shit in my life is slipping. But and also, it's an easy thing to get back in. Yeah, oh, definitely it is. So, and there's so many other benefits. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it, but also I just, it's it's the, it is the the level of disdain that you can have for yourself. Oh, but it's only after like a few days of mm. like genuinely feeling like you've not put in what you should have. And then I literally look at myself in the mirror and go, you're fucking pathetic. Pull your ass, pull your ass, get your fucking act together. Mm. And it makes me, it just makes me. Yeah. Because nobody else is saying it to me. No, yeah, I get. I think that's it, isn't it? As well, yeah. And I think that's probably maybe important for other people to understand that it's not. That's not what we think. That's just like some self-talk, and yeah. everyone's self-talk can be different. And I'm, you know, being a hypocrite for talk for saying it because my self-talk is terrible, and I'm very harsh on myself. But maybe it's because I'm making a a really conscious effort now to be more forgiving when I do make mistakes or things don't go perfectly to not be too nasty with myself because sometimes sometimes it pushes me in the right direction but then also other times it can push me in a bad direction so i think it just depends on how you interpret it and it's specific to that situation i've never or not that i can recall ever been that pissed off in the mirror because i'm like oh man i'll look like shit or I'm, i'm not that fussy as long as i i don't I don't hold myself to the same well, standard that you do. Let's pull this onto a short, which we will record now. Yeah. And then you guys can listen to uh, body cool. image. A body. Yeah, I know it's blacked out. I was just let you keep talking. Yeah. We haven't had blackout for a while. We've got to, no, we've got yeah, to move on yeah. for a little bit. Why not throw back. Throw back. So we're going to record, record a short now on body image and, um, and how you should deal with individual that. Individual ideas on body yeah. image. And just, uh, you know, drawbacks and positives from ways you can do that. Um, but other than that, thank you all for joining in. And... Uh, Please, can we get one going now where you all send us in embarrassing first date stories? Um, I know we said this before, but we didn't follow up on it and make you guys do it. So mm-hmm. DM me or Lou your stories if you want to, or if you're on Spotify, go down. There will be, you can leave us voice messages. Mm-hmm. Please do it. And if you did it before, we'll find them. Don't worry. They'll we'll, still be we'll there. Find them. We'll find them and we'll get them back up. So next week's episode is going to be embarrassing date stories. So... Stay on Insta stories. Mine and Lou's will give you some DM like sticker things to reply to as well. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it'll be a funny one <laughs> next week. Right. We'll catch you in the next short. Uh, let's do it properly this week. Leave behind what was bad. Bring forward what was good. And we'll catch you in the next one. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. <laughs>